0: Previously on She-Hulk. I've got court documents filed by Titania Worldwide LLC. She's suing you for misuse of a trademark. You're using my name to sell your trashy products. If you're gonna be my client, you need to dress like you respect yourself and not like a football player pleading no contest to a DUI. Luke, this is the She-Hulk. Oh my god! Because I made a dating profile as She-Hulk. Every single one of those dates is a corroborating witness. Would you have gone on the date if She-Hulk had instead presented as Jennifer Wolf? Walters. She's uh, not really my type. The court finds in favor of Jennifer Walters aka She-Hulk. This isn't over here. What's up y'all and welcome back to She-Hulk in order podcast. I am your host Rain Coleman and we'll be discussing episode six just Jen. Now in this episode Jen is a prize made At a friend's wedding, a stressful event compounded by uniquely She-Hulk issues. Now this is episode 6. Episodes 2 through 5 have been interesting, to say the least. I am not here to document every single episode, as I have just been enjoying watching this show. But I did want to pop in for episode 6. There was a... Jen's fourth wall break, she mentioned that this... Episode This wedding is coming in a very inconvenient time in the season. She says that's exactly what happens with weddings, which she is not wrong. But there are a few things that I did want to touch on from this episode fighting for the right to use She Hawk. It was a whole thing. Great The thing that I want to focus on from last episode is that she had she being Jen went on a dating site as She Hawk and went on several. Terrible dates, one that was really good, but ultimately ended up uh, a failure. And so she's spoken with four or five different men, and those men were character witnesses or witnesses to prove that she had been using the She Hawk name. That's pretty much all you need to know. So for this episode, Lulu, who sends her a Will You Be My Bridesmaid? care package thing or whatever and Jen mentions to Nikki that she doesn't know why the girl sent it to her. She probably felt, I and not be a bridesmaid and Jen's like, well she knows my whole family and I was like, eh, you still ain't talked to this girl in years. So the funny thing is, I assumed that the girl reached out to Jen because of She-Hulk. But the way they played it was, like Jen said, more or less an obligation, because Jen's obnoxious cousin was actually the DJ for said wedding. This wedding was full of mean girls, and I think they did the Mean Girls trope pretty good. Um there was a group of women but there was only two which was Lulu who was the bride and then the blonde lady. I don't think she was named or was it Emily? I'm not certain, but she, um, she was part of the problem where they like were using her. They alluded to beginning Jin to do things during her childhood that um, um, that were kind of demeaning or beneath her, like using her as a lackey, as a I don't know, just taking advantage of her. Now Jin showed up as she hugged. To the, uh, to the wedding location she had on that polka dot blue and white dress that's from the trailers and she actually looked pretty good and I thought this was a very fun, flirty interesting opening. It felt like we were going to get some like 80's style, um, 80's aesthetic, like fun wedding romp um, that kind of sort of was the case but not the 80's. So Jen shows up and me, okay so As it turns out, Lulu was aggravated that Jin showed up as She-Hulk. Because She-Hulk, she's like eight feet tall. Big green body, whatever. Me, myself, Rain, I thought the same thing. I was like, why the hell would you show up at this woman's wedding as She-Hulk? This is her wedding. So regardless of how mean and terrible and mean girl Lulu is, this is her wedding. Why would you show up as a bridesmaid or even a guest and this isn't some Avengers wedding. Like, why? <laughs> that was so weird to me. So, Lulu quickly addressed that. And she was like, please don't be all uh, hockey at my wedding, blah, blah, whatever. That was cool. Then we got into the Mean girl shit, which was like, eh, okay. Um, interestingly enough, I don't think we ever saw the groom. The groom, I believe his name was Adam. I don't think we ever saw this man. <laughs> so, there was one point where... Um, Jen powered down and she became Jen and thanks to another part of the last episode which I failed to mention is we now have a Marvel Universe seamstress costume designer who um, is a thin black man who could be assumed to be gay, queer or on the kind of LGBT spectrum perhaps or maybe he's just flamboyant either way that's neither here nor there he um, has created works of art that were clothing for Jennifer and for other people in the Marvel universe. The last scene or the either the last scene or the uh, end credit scene in the last episode showed a Daredevil um, mask, which was yellow, which is I believe the original did I don't know, I'm not a Daredevil stand, but you stands out there, let me know. Um use the hashtag SH A O pod for Shehawk in Order. So this guy makes um, makes Jen clothing, not just a, a uniform for Avengering, which we haven't seen that yet, but he makes clothing that um, can adapt to both Jennifer and she which was like really smart, because you don't have to have her rip through do clothes all the dog on time. You could put um, Tatiana in one outfit, and I think there is like a tall man who plays the body of She-Hawk, but you could put him in the same thing in... It not It's explained away. So um, she reverts back to her Jennifer form, and she still looks nice in this little blue and white polka dot number, which honestly, to me, not that I'm just, you know, fashion authority, but, like, mm, she could have definitely done something to that hair, like put on a little makeup maybe, maybe put on a little, like, blazer. And I'm saying this not because women need to look a certain way, but, like, clearly there is a particular look going around with these um, bridesmaids. And again, it's someone else's wedding. So, like, why not? I don't know. This, let me move directly into Titania. So, Titania shows up and she says exactly what I was alluding to. Something like, oh, it's remarkable how much you always manage to look the same or something. She really commented on Jennifer's look because Jennifer does not Jennifer does not be trying, and that is charming, but, like, girl, you're at a wedding. Like, <laughs> This is a wedding. So, uh, we never seen the groom, um, and so Lulu starts mentioning the different guys who are paired up with the bridesmaids. So, the groomsmen with the bridesmaids, and they're like, oh, yeah, you'll be with Jonathan. Jonathan's so sweetie, so cute. Oh, whatever. Turns out Jonathan is a dog. A dog that could fit in your hand, probably in your pocket, that looks a little wild. And, um like, maybe it's been hit by a car a few times. And that's when I was like, man, I don't know. I wonder if part of Jennifer's charm or part of Jennifer's allure is, like, what is it? So, okay, so I enjoy the show. And I know that there are folks who don't. And whatever, that's going to happen. I'm fine with that. My thing is, with me reading through the first series of She-Hulk, I'm only on issue four. I've been trying to kind of read one issue a week, but, you know, things happen. I'm wondering, this gen that we're getting on the show is not like the gen from the comic. Not beat for beat. This gen seems to be more of a MCU gen, which is fine. But I wonder if this person we're creating in Jen, the MCU Jen if she is, like, what is the reason? Um, And I'm not, how do I put this? Like, okay, so taking the comic book Jen she's capable, she's a lawyer, and she may have some interesting childhood backstory like this, and it may pop up in the series. I haven't gotten that far yet. And if you are a She-Hawk stan, let me know. But I don't know that I like... This idea that Jean is being walked over by these girls and like is not recognizing it. Maybe that's my issue because she's been running into issues and bullshit this whole series. So that's not unheard of. And she is kind of kind of corny, kind of awkward at times. But something about these girls in particular, it was like. How do you become shehawk? not even She-hawk forget that how do you become Jen this powerful lawyer and then come to a wedding or maybe that shit don't matter to her? I don't know, but there's something about this that feels very odd, and I don't know how to put my finger on it quite yet, but I don't like I don't like this idea that. These girls are these mean girls who have been consistently doing terrible shit to Jen her whole life. And even as an adult 30-something at this wedding, you're not seeing it. Like, Lulu asked her to clean up the... You didn't have... There wasn't even a family member... Who could be a groomsman she could have walked with like it was so I don't know I don't know and maybe it's just like oh this is good TV and maybe this is speaking to something with women that I'm not understanding or some or some experience that I'm like where's what's happening what's the disconnect here but and that may very well be the case and I'm fine with it either way but I'm just like this is weird and this is an odd way to treat someone and this is a odd way to treat someone who is like this extremely overpowered character but who can't I don't know. I don't know. Whatever, guys. Let me know. If anything that I'm saying, trying to get this message across, is making sense, let me know. Use the hashtag, S-H-A-O, pod, and let me know. (laughs) So, funny enough, there's this guy, Josh, who shows up, and he is, I think... I want to say he may be Indian. I could be incorrect. If you know, let me know. Um, charged to my head and to my heart. But he's a brown person. And he walks over to Jen and he's talking to her. And he's like kind of um, kind of flirting with her. He's, he's kind of just as awkward as, as she is. And throughout the time that they're together... I'm not having a good feeling about this. Not because I feel like he's evil and going to kill her, but two things. One, because we never saw Lulu's husband, I assumed with my extremely overdramatic uh, daytime soap opera primetime drama mind that one of the four guys who Jin went on a date with on the app as She-Hawk was going to be the groom that didn't happen that was the case and so when josh popped up i was thinking oh he's going to like be with her but because she's she-hawk not because she's jen not because you're attracted to her but you want to the allure of her being she-hawk and i think i don't think that's how they're playing it but i still don't really trust him um, they have good chemistry, good conversation. He's an attractive guy. They look good together, but I'm still kind of on edge because there is, um, the group, the wrecking crew who tried to get Jin's blood. I think in episode three, they showed on a end credit scene or at the end scene that these people, maybe not the wrecking crew specifically, but someone affiliated has been, upping the game with this needle. So, the needle that they initially used has been, like, supercharged. It's brand new with holes in it that could, like, penetrate her skin. So, we already know Jen's blood is getting got. But I assume that he is also working with them. Because someone's watching them. And you pull back and there's someone on the screen. And it's like, where are we with Operation She-Hulk or whatever. And so, he could just be a date. But I'm like, is he also sent there by them because we don't know who the groom is. That's left so blanking up in the air and never truly addressed. So you, it's not like saying if he was there for the bride, oh, we know him because that's so-and-so Josh from back in the day. Tying him to the groom, much like they did with Titania as being one of the groom's friends plus one. Anybody could just show up and be like, oh, I'm here with the groom. And the, I don't know, I don't know. It's just I don't know if I'm making sense, but that didn't, it didn't sit right with me. I felt like this motherfucker is too good to be true. And then seeing that new needle that they're going to attack Jen with, I don't trust him. Maybe he's just trying to get close. I don't know, but f him, he's guilty until proven innocent, and that's that's how I feel. So Josh, you're a great guy, but fuck you. <laughs> so Titanium, she shows up. Looking good, like she really looks good, and truly, I am enjoying her. Um, I like that there are just superpower people just in this world, and it's being explored every single week on this show. But Titania specifically, it's just like, first of all, she came in randomly in a courtroom whooping ass, and for what I think that still hasn't been addressed. Now, her and Jen are in this back and forth like rivalry where. I absolutely freaking love this. She is flamboyant. She's a beautiful woman. She is um, always put together. And her fighting gene is not just physical. Like, the fact that she took that woman to court was just like, of course you did. Like, you are... Titania is odd as hell. And I like her. And I hope she continues um, to show up in the show and in the Marvel Universe. And if I'm not mistaken, Titania... Is a human mutate? How does she get her powers? Um, I think she was a wrestler. Uh, th- th- that fictional... Uh, da, da, da. Mm, I don't know. I think she was part of Spider-Woman. So I don't know. I'm not going to get into that. But Titania is interesting, and I am truly enjoying her. Um, her and Jennifer get the fighting. Uh, Jennifer's drunk, and so she can't really change into the She-Hulk form, which, though that was played for laughs, I think that's going to be addressed later on. I don't know if it's her being intoxicated that stopped her, because uh, we know she was easily able to change before. I think it may be the drinking, which... Maybe not because didn't she drink as a human with Bruce in the first episode, or was she she hawk form? I can't quite remember, but I'm thinking that that's going to come back later on. Then she ultimately changes, and they gets to, they gets, they gets to fighting, they gets to bopping heads, and Jennifer whoops Titania's butt. They put on a, a, a good fight. Um, they're inside the venue with everyone watching. Titania slips on some ice. Her veneers pop off. It's very comical. Um, Lulu is drunk, too. Apparently, she walks in, and you assume she's going to be mad and frustrated that she Hawk is here. But she's drunk, and she's happy. And, you know, all's well that ends well. And it was truly a fun and light episode. But Titania... It's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of stuck on her. I wish we had got more Madison, but that's neither here nor there. So, moving on, we have this group, and I don't know if this is the same group as, like, the Wrecking Crew who's trying to get the blood of She-Hulk, but there's a group of men online, and it's it's suggested that it's just men. It could be women, I'm not sure, who hate She-Hulk and want to take her down and I think I would assume it's me cuz I think it is a riff off of the real world um group of fanboys who hate She-Hulk and hate everything that comes um everything associated with women heroes, women characters. They don't like women minorities and marginalized people being at the forefront of anything, but uh, in this case, women. And it's so weird, but that's neither here nor there. But I think that's what this is a play on, and it's people who want to kill she And It's like, God damn! All of this? All of this? Truly. So, I don't know. It's... I don't know. We'll see what they do with that, but... um I wanna move on to the B plot, which is Mr. Immortal who is getting a divorce or dealing with divorces, and he has come to Mallory. Mallory was oh she's so beautiful by the way. And Nikki is working with Mallory to get him together. Now the Paul Collins is a mutant. And I know there was mentioning of, like, Wolverine being alluded to in one of the earlier episodes and whatnot, but this is literally a human man, and so in his, um he has rapid healing, so as soon as he dies, his body, like, automatically rebuilds itself, kind of like De- um, Deadpool, and kind of like Wolverine in a sense that, well, yeah, kind of kind of the same way, so... He, um, I think, led the West Coast Avengers at one point. And so one thing I want to read from his comic uh, comic character's um, history is that while most mutant powers manifest at adolescence, Mr. Immortal's ability did not become apparent until he first attempted suicide. He regained consciousness minutes after, only to find that he was alive and fully healed. Um, One character, Death Urge, explained that with Mr. Immortal, he is a mutant, But not Homo sapiens superior, the more familiar subspecies of mutant who has simply taken the next steps in evolution, but rather he is the final step in human evolution, a man who has evolved past death itself and is therefore Homo sapiens supreme. Um, And uh, Death Urge also explained that Mr. Immortal will be around to the end of the universe, and um, the one who the final secrets will be revealed, blah, 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 whatever. But I thought that was very interesting, because with Mr. Immortal, he's an older white man. I would put the the actor himself probably like in his mid to late 50s, and the character having been around for eons, centuries, if you will. Um, And he has eight different spouses who he has divorced or or it seems he's divorcing from. So what's actually happened is that instead of dealing with confrontation and divorce, he's killed himself. He's ate a Sinai pill, walked into traffic, anything to kill himself so that then the marriage is legally null and void because legally he has died even though he can regenerate and become um, alive again. So with him... The thing that really, so I thought this was a fun way to address the character, especially on a show like this, where what do you do if you are immortal and you can die and be resurrected? Like, this is a fun spin to put on it. But we see Mr. Immortal during his consultation with Mallory and Nikki jump out of a window to avoid them cussing him out because they explained he never got divorced. He truly just walked away and killed himself. He regenerates almost immediately. So I don't know if this is thinking too deep. But my thing was, if you've married all these people and you've died, these people would have a funeral. Regardless to your religion, there's some sort of ceremony. And even if you're not religious at all, you still have to deal with a dead body. There's no, you don't just like cover it with a blanket and go on about your day. Like you there has to be something addressed. The very fact that he regenerated himself immediately in the show and in the in the comic book um, world, he's listed to regenerate within 10 seconds to 10 minutes. That's a very small window. That's not you regenerating a month later. That's, like, so how do you, I don't know, it's like, maybe I'm thinking too deep into it, but there's no way that this person has, quote-unquote, committed suicide, come back to life, And these women and this guy are just now in this moment in this episode realizing that you are alive. So, but you know, taking it off the table, suspending some disbelief, they come to a conclusion where everyone because he's invested stock in Apple back in the eighties, I believe, and his first wife, who was a countess with like a bunch of gold and stuff, gave him some inheritance or money, he's going to use that to split eight ways so that each and every one of them gets money, and that's it. Now that does not work for everyone because, uh, like the one woman said, why in the hell if I've been married to this man for 13 years should I get the same cut, or should this woman who's been with him two years get the same cut? The woman with him for two years or three years, she was like, yeah, I have a baby with him, and then the one girl who kind of looks like a dark skin was like. Uh, that's your mistake, we shouldn't get punished for that and it was his whole thing, this was truly fun the B plot was fun and he got with a lot of uh, women of color, which is like quit terrorizing these brown and black women stop it, but also this gay man, or this man he was married to said, I spent $10,000 on a was it a jazz something themed funeral or something like that and I'm like yeah I'm putting my foot up your ass. A lot of them like went bankrupt. a lot of them like really dealt with serious shit behind dealing with a man who instead of just divorcing, would have rather killed himself, faked his own death, which is the plot to double jeopardy like I would absolutely love to see a serious double jeopardy retelling where the husband has this mutant ability like come on um another interesting thing that. I um I don't know. It's just it's not really anything big, but the very idea that there are mutants already in the MCU through like this television show. What is that? Because you're not redefining. No, no one has redefined who Mister. Mortal is, and it, true enough, he could very well just be a superpower person, and he can just be a mutate, not a mute mutant proper. Um, For the MCU, but like that hasn't been established. It hasn't been addressed. So um, I'm interested to see what happens. Do we just seamlessly fold in a bunch of mutants and not address it or not even address the hate that mutants get and just keep them as regular mutated humans like Titania, like Spider-Man, like She-Hulk? Like, are they just going to be regular people who just happen to... For whatever set of circumstances. Have these powers. And if so. I mean that's good. Whatever. Do whatever Kevin and company want to do. But I think you are going to lose out on a lot of good storytelling. When it comes to the mutants. But I don't know. Whatever. So we get the B plot with him. Everyone's happy. And Nikki has shown to Madison. Like how resourceful she is. And how she's not just passionate. She is smart. Not that we doubted that she was smart before. But I do enjoy I do enjoy Nikki. Nikki Nikki is pretty cool in the book. we find out that um homegirl uh Mallory has a husband of eleven years and she has a kid, which is like wow, we wouldn't have known that which again you don't got to know everything about me. I'm your co-worker. Let's leave it there. So I wonder if Nikki is going to ultimately become a, a lawyer or just be a little bit more prominent or work with Mallory or what? I don't know. I just want to see more of her and Mallory interacting. That was fun. So all in all, this was a really good episode. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty fun. Um, all things considered, Jen running around in these big ass clothes. <laughs> Was funny, uh, another thing, Titania hitting her in the face and there's, like, no bloody nose or anything. That is funny to me, because Jin, as Jen she's not Hawk. so she can still get a cut on her arm. I would assume catch a cold, get drunk, apparently, but, like, why is she not, why does there no bruises, like? What is happening? The continuity is a bit off, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. All in all, a good episode. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty fun. Um, Being at the six-episode mark, I think we have three more. I want to say there's nine for this season, and I'm looking forward to it. This is one of the uh, shows that could very well just continue as a show, and I wonder if that is a direction that Marvel's going to go, because I don't think anyone but Loki has gotten a season two. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyways, I'm Rank Coleman, your co your host. <laughs> and you guys, I'm our co host and listeners. So thank you so much for listening. Um, hit me up on Twitter, CarefreeBlurred. Everywhere else, CarefreeBlackNerd. TikTok, CarefreeBlurred. Hit me up there as well. Use the hashtag. 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 <laughs> use the hashtag S-H-A-O pod and let me know your thoughts on this episode and the series so far and uh, connect with me and if you must, please email me at carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com this has been episode 6 just gin and I hope you guys have a wonderful amazing rest of your week be well and uh, don't let Titania whoop your ass because apparently she can't really pack a punch (laughs) alright y'all